If you've seen Roast Battle on Comedy Central and thought those comedians were too mean or took a joke too far, then you ain't heard nothing yet. Now join Brian Moses and DJ Coach T for Roast Battle, the podcast, as they bring you weekly shows and interviews from the world-famous comedy store in Hollywood, California. Now listen to Roast Battle for the most decisive jokes and healing interviews every Thursday in your podcast feed. Subscribe now and leave a joke of your own when you rate and review. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Yes, and happy Thanksgiving and happy holidays to everybody out there. Happy Thanksgiving. Right, so... Uh, no, no, no. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay, whatever. That, what the hell does that mean? Being thankful for life. Oh, okay. I thought there was maybe a new term that I just didn't know about. Happy Thanksgiving. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> We living in the club. We litty. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. Well, happy Thanksgiving, I guess. Yes. Well, um, first and foremost, I want to say happy Thanksgiving again. And shout out to everybody. I think we did like three, four turkey drives. Yes. We did uh, two in Patterson and one in Newark. Um, and I know a lot of times we don't really post and a lot of people don't post all the things that they do sometimes to give back. And even Gia has told me we have to 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 post it more and mm-hmm. the reason she says we should post it more is because sometimes people might forget about doing something positive yes and that could be a positive reinforcement of just hey oh is that what you're doing i can do that in my community yes. or i can help out in my community so it uh, might serve as a little bit of inspiration for someone else to want to give back as well and giving back doesn't have to be this whole grand thing, because during this time of year, so many people are struggling. Uh-huh. So a lot of people don't have a lot to give because they're trying to make it happen for their own family. And that's right. understandable. But my point is, even if you can give in a little way, mm-hmm. like if you know someone or someone that knows someone that you know, they might just need a little something or a little help, right. like maybe a turkey or maybe just money for groceries or, you know, their kids might need a little something or maybe right. you can help out with a gift or two for Christmas. It may not have to hit you that hard financially to make a huge impact in someone else's life. Right. So don't think that, you know, giving back means that you really have to dig deep and you really don't have it. Just maybe just something small, if you can, for the holiday season right. to make a gesture towards somebody else can be immeasurable. Absolutely. And, you know, we did, like I said, we did three turkey drives. And, and the last turkey drive that we did, which was uh, yesterday, was probably one of the most amazing ones. Now, this one I was the most involved in. Uh, shout to uh, Caesar, who who I have, you know, businesses with flipping NJ. We do it. We know we flip houses together and rentals. So we did this one in Patterson. And people said, well, why Patterson? Why not Queens? Um, truthfully, I'm so far gone from Queens. I still love Queens, but I do so much business in New Jersey mm-hmm. and make so much money in New Jersey. I always feel like if you make money in a particular area, it's always best to give back in that area, mm-hmm. whether it's shopping, whether it's giving back like this. So we did a, a turkey drive. Yeah, like um, supporting businesses. and Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did a turkey drive in Patterson, New Jersey, and uh, we invited everybody that we knew that lived in the area or that was from the area. So uh, Fat Boy SSC came. Um uh, Justina Valentine, she's from Wildin' Out, she came. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teresa Judice, uh, who's from the area, she came. Right, she's from Patterson. She's from Patterson. Yes. Also, um, what was the other lady's name from um, Housewives? Dolores um, Catania. Dolores. From Real Housewives from of Reza, New Jersey She's as from well. there as well. Yes. Her brother is a police officer there. And right. Her, and, you know, her, somebody else there. Her kids went to school there. She went to school there. So they all came and helped us mm-hmm. give away turkeys. And we just gave away turkeys. Whoever needed it, we just gave away turkeys. And no big, bu- no big business supported. Like, it wasn't like, this wasn't like... Shop right, donated. No, we paid out of our pocket to get turkeys, to get them delivered, whatever, mm-hmm. which was a great feeling. But all the turkeys we gave away meant nothing. Like, that was light work for me. That's what I think. Well, it didn't mean anything. I know where you're going, but of course it meant something. Right. You know, it's helping to feed people for Thanksgiving. So I was. it meant a lot. Right. But it didn't mean as much as something else that happened, right? Right. So I was talking, what's the lady's name from Housewives? I know I, I, I'm, I'm so bad. Who, Dolores? Dolores. Yes. Dolores, Dolores, Dolores. That's my mother's middle name Dolores 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 I'll never forget it so I was talking to <laughs> until you asked me again no, in no, 10 well, minutes what's your name 
But that's how I always remember things. I put it with something else and I'll never forget. Yes. Dolores uh-huh. is my mother's middle name, so I'll never forget her name ever again. Okay. So I was talking to Dolores and she was just like, you know, I appreciate you guys for doing this for Patterson. And she was telling me who her brother was and her brother's a police officer. And if you need anything or if there's ever a problem, just, you know, give her a call. If she can help in Patterson, she'll call. Mm-hmm. And then she was telling me about another family that was there and was there a long time. Yes. And uh, the lady who had a tragic story, she lived in Newark. Mm-hmm. And um, she was just divorced. And I guess the divorce and her ex-husband, things weren't right. I don't know if she was being battered, if she was being abused, but it wasn't right. And she was kind of felt like she was kind of on the run, like away from him. Mm-hmm. So she got this uh, apartment in Newark and she was working. Mm-hmm. Something happened and the apartment caught on fire. Right. All her stuff was ruined from the fire or ruined from the water because they had to hose the house down. Right. She had no renter's insurance. So she lost everything. It was a complete loss for her. Um, and then I guess the uh, <clears throat> the person that owned the house, the owner, the landlord, he had no insurance. Mm-hmm. So she totally lost everything. Right. Now she was scared and she was kind of petrified because she didn't know why the house caught on fire. She didn't know maybe if her ex-husband found out where she lived. She didn't know if somebody didn't like her. Uh, So she just picked up and left Mm -hmm. and she moved to Patterson. When she moved to Patterson, she got to Patterson. She found a home. Um, Her rent is $1,300 because I I sat down with her and I talked to her. Like I really wanted to know the story, what was going on. Right. Her her rent was 1300. Now she works at a gas station. Mm -hmm. So she's a clerk at a gas station. Mm -hmm. She's an older, I wouldn't say older. She's about young. She's about 32, 33. Mm -hmm. I I look like, um, she has three kids. Mm Mm-hmm. One kid looked like he was 16, one looked eight, one looked nine. I really don't know. One kid was taller than me. Like, he was tall <laughs> as hell. Uh-huh. Um, but she looked young. But she looked young. Yeah. And um, she just lost a job. Mm-hmm. So she had nothing. So she was really coming to get a turkey and just to feel good energy. Uh-huh. She follows us on Instagram and just wanted good energy. And she wasn't asking for nothing. She didn't ask. Like, it's not like she was sitting there and was like, I want this. No, she didn't ask. She actually went out of her way not to ask. Absolutely. Right. And um, Dolores says something to me that you always said. And she was saying, you can tell how good a person is by talking to their kids. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Something, but, yeah. something to that effect. Mm-hmm. So talking to their kids. You can tell a lot about a person. From their kids. By the behavior of their children. Absolutely. Yes. So their kids came up to me, asked for a picture. So polite. Mm-hmm. Like, hi, you know, my, would you mind if I take a picture? Thank you so very much. Mm-hmm. You know, I listen to you every day on the radio. You guys like very nice, respectful. You know, there was a line of people. They, you know, waited online. was just very nice. Mm-hmm. So, um. You know, I pulled her to the side. I started talking. I asked her about her story. She told me that she just lost her job. And, you know, so I was like, well, I was like, for Christmas, tell me your kids sizes and I will take care of whatever your kids want for Christmas. Mm -hmm. You know, clothes because they didn't have clothes. They lost everything. I said, I'll take care of it. She was like, no. She's like, I didn't come here for that. And Mm -hmm. I said, I don't care why you came here. I'm telling you what I'm going to do. So she started crying. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know, that's not why I came. You know, she was like, I really came just to get, I said, I don't care. I said, you know, I said, hopefully I can help you and you could get back on your feet. And then somebody else that you see, maybe you can help them. Maybe not in the same capacity, but maybe it could be something small. The good energy can inspire something else good, regardless of what it is. Absolutely. So um, I called my property manager over Mm -hmm. uh, who manages all my properties in some of my curbs. And I was like, I told him the story. And he was like, you know what? He was like, how much do you pay? And and she was like, I paid 13. He was like, you know what? I'm going to find you an apartment and you're going to stay there for a year free. Yep. And she was like, no. And he was like, don't tell me no. He's like, matter of fact, he pulled out $300 out of his pocket and was like, I'm going to give you $300 right now mm-hmm. to make sure you have a good Thanksgiving, that you have food and everything. And remember, because her kids lost everything. Right. And she was, he was like... Like he, lost their coats. Right. He was like, you call me tomorrow and we're going to find you an apartment. He was like, do you have furniture? She was like, I have a couple of pieces. We're going to make sure you have furniture. Yes. And it meant a lot. It really did. Mm-hmm. Me thinking about it, I'm tearing up right now. But um, 
So I told her, I said, text me your sizes. So she texted me the sizes and everything. And it just felt good because she was a good person. And then when she left, her kids came up to me and was like, thank you so much. And mm-hmm. gave me a hug and all that. It just felt good. And a part that I left out was her kids were kind of getting bullied. Mm-hmm. And they were getting bullied because they just left school in Newark and transferred to Patterson where they knew nobody. Right. And not only did they know nobody, remember, they didn't have clothes. Right. So they were probably wearing the same clothes every other day. Mm-hmm. So I was like, look, I was like, you know, we're going to make sure they're good. I'm going to call it today and, and I'm going to take it to Civilized Nation in Patterson. Shout out to them. We're going to get them some clothes. But um, I was like, look, I told the son, I was like, yo, if you get bullied again and you need me to pull up in one of these schools, I said, I will bring my Ferrari out. I'll bring Fat Boy, I'll bring Fetty Wap, I'll bring everybody from Patterson that I know, and we're going to pull up in your school and make sure that everybody knows you with us. And he was just so happy. He was like, really? He was like, <laughs> you know, he was just so grateful. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was about. You know, it wasn't about the turkeys. It was about touching that one family and hopefully changing that one family's life. You know, that's what made me feel good. Yes. I know. So shout to her. I know today I'm going to go see her and, you know, meet up with them at Civilized Nation and make sure her kids have clothes and everything. But that's what Thanksgiving's all about for me. And that's what the, holiday the holidays season. all together. You know, you do something good and someone else might see it and it might just rub off a little. Absolutely. And it's like you can pay it forward. You can actually pay it forward. Or you can pay it forward by inspiring others to do something similar. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So happy Thanksgiving. And if you're out there, you know, if you could help a family out or somebody, it doesn't have to be a lot. It could be, you know what, I'm going to buy somebody a $20 turkey. Or I'm going to buy somebody a can of goods. Or I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Just, you know, hopefully you can. And just help somebody out. Because you never know what somebody's going through. And that can encourage somebody to possibly do it for somebody else. But a lot of times we know what people are going through and we don't do anything. Right. And that's the sad part where you're able, but you just turn a blind eye because it's easier. Right. Support for today's show also comes from Poshmark. Instead of buying new things, head to Poshmark to shop for millions of closets across America. Now, Poshmark is the easiest way to buy and sell fashion items. Download the free Poshmark app to shop from tons of brands across women's, kids, and men's. You won't believe the deals you'll find, like Louis Vuitton bags for $300. Now, Christmas is right around the corner. You can buy cool, dope gifts and not spend that much money. Today, you can get $5 off your first purchase when you enter the invite code KCCREW when you sign up. Just download the Poshmark app, sign up, and enter the code KCCREW for $5 off your first purchase. Now, I want to um fast forward a little bit. And this okay. is going to be crazy because we're going to go from one extreme to the next extreme. Okay. But I don't care. I mean, there's no segues when it comes here. Um, <laughs> okay. Happy birthday to um my baby girl, my firstborn, my best friend. Oh, she's your best friend now? Yeah, you got more than one best friend. <laughs> no, you said my best friend. You she's said my that best friend. There was no plural, like she's one of my best friends. Well, she is. No, I'm just playing guy, baby. <laughs> my baby girl, Madison. Uh, Madison, Maddie just turned, Madison just turned 17. And I mean, if you if you follow us on Instagram or you follow us, you know how close we are with our kids. Um, especially with Madison. Um, I just think as a teenager, you just need to be close just to make sure that you're on top of a man and you know what they're doing and they're being open and honest with you. And that baby has been with us and I love her to death. So, you know, she was going through her learning how to drive mm-hmm. and she had to take her driving test and she was so nervous and we went out there and we did everything, you know, we, we practiced. So she passed the driving test. So congratulations. And we surprised her with a car. And I know we, we briefly talked about it last time, but we posted the video recently. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a long, you can see exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. So for people who are just joining us, maybe you didn't hear the last episode. I'll, I'll explain it briefly. Uh, Madison wanted uh, her dream car was a, a, a Range Rover Evoque or Velar. Um, she she would have been happy with an Evoque or a Velar. They're similar. They're similar, which is the smaller uh, Land Rover. It's smaller in size. It's more compact. That's what she really, really wanted. She, that was her dream car. That's what she had her eyes focused on. Of course, she liked other cars, but she liked that. Um, I made a joke and I told Madison because she goes to a, a private school now that daddy wasn't paying for it. Mommy and daddy weren't paying for it, that she was going to get a used Jeep 
<laughs> used Wrangler. Yeah. yeah, used Wrangler with like 80,000 miles on it uh-huh. and that we, we would hook it up. I just wanted to see what she would say, mm-hmm. you know, how she would feel. What mm-hmm. she would do if she would kick the ties and be like, fuck them. You know what I mean? <laughs> My parents got it. No, you knew she wouldn't I know, but react still, that way. Still, you want to see. So, you know, what I did was um, shout to my friend Sterling, who owns a Jeep. So I borrowed his Jeep. Uh, well, well, before before you say that, when we told her that she was going to be getting a pre-owned car, and it was because she was going to a private school now and that we had to incur that expense. Correct. She said, you know what? That's okay because my education comes first. So Absolutely. If I had a choice knowing this, I would have chosen to go to my new school anyway. Absolutely. So that's okay. Absolutely. And that made me want to do the world for her because she just has her head screwed on so straight mm-hmm. and at this age and at that point, you know, she hadn't even turned 17 yet. Mm-hmm. She was prioritizing what is important Correct. in life. And at this age, that right now is her education. Absolutely. And she and she knew that. Like mm-hmm. we didn't have to sit down and and explain that to her. Correct. Like she just intuitively knew that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, at first we, we, you know, I borrowed the Wrangler from my friend and we parked in front of the house and we had, you know, balloons and a ribbon on it. And so when she pulled up from school, she seen it and, you know, she hugged us. She was so happy, so excited. I said, let's go for a test drive. She hopped in. We went for a test drive. Mm-hmm. We went around the block and I had the, 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 the Land Rover here, two Land Rovers. I had the Velar and we had the Range Rover. Well, the Velar is a Range Rover. So the company, I don't even think you understand as many Range Rovers. <laughs> the company is Range Rover. No, no I Land mean, excuse Rover. me. The company is Land Rover. Correct. And Land Rover makes Range Rover. They make Land, And there are different versions of, of Range Rover. So right. Range Rover has an Evoque. It has a Velar. It has a Range Rover Sport. Mm-hmm. It has the Range Rover HS and the Range Rover HSE. So there are different models right. of Range Rover. Correct. So we had two. We had the, the Velar, which is the smaller one, and we had the Range Rover hidden in the garage. Mm-hmm. So when she pulled up, she seen the Jeep. She was excited. We took the Jeep for a test drive. And then when she got back in the house, we had... The, got back to the house. Back to the house. Yeah, we had yeah. the Velar waiting. Right. She seen that broke down, started crying. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, baby, let's take this for a test drive. So then we get in the Velar and take off. But she was hysterical. Mm-hmm. You know, we couldn't really show it all in the video because you only have 60 seconds. Right. But she was hysterical yeah. when she saw that Velar because she really thought that there was no chance. I mean, we have been drilling it into her head that she was getting a used Wrangler for three months. Right. For three months, we're like, oh, well, what color interior? You even called the dealership yep. with her in the car one day to pretend that, you know, you were asking questions about the car. You told you put the deposit on it. It was crazy. Like, we really were committed to this psych out. Absolutely. And so she took, she got the Velar, was crying, and took the Velar so for a test drive. And on the way back, she's driving. She was like, Dad, she was like, imagine if we get back to the house and there's a Bugatti in the front. Just joking. I was like, well, if there's a Bugatti in the front, it's mine. Right. She was like, you guys are so crazy. I'm so happy. She was like, I'm so grateful. that she like, gets, Thank you. When she gets in that <laughs> gate and she sees that Range Rover, yeah. I thought we were going to drive off the cliff. You and me both. She was... <laughs> She was so grateful and yeah. so thankful and she's such an amazing kid and I love her so much. She just shows nothing but gratitude. Whatever we need in this house, she does and and, 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 and helps out as much as possible. She has straight A's. She is a good freaking kid. I yeah. love her. She stopped the car and sat in the car. Well, first of all. She legitimately thought it was a joke. Right. She thought, well, the Velar is mine. They brought a range over here just to be like, nah, now we're just kidding. The Velar is She really thought that it was a joke. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, no, no way. Like, no, it's not possible. And even when she, well, she sat there in the car for three minutes crying before she even got out yeah, to look at it. Absolutely. So then she finally gets out. And as she's walking to it, she's like, this is a joke. Like, this can't be real. And then she gets in the car and... She just broke down again. And then 
you were crying. I was you know, crying. Yeah, <laughs> you were crying. And yeah. then I got in the car, just like hugs. And, and she was like, I feel like I'm dreaming, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So that was wonderful. That was wonderful. Um, you know, in this world, and I, you know, I wrote this in my caption, um, mm-hmm. just as parents, all we want is to be good parents. Absolutely. And we want to make sure that our children are first and foremost healthy Mm -hmm. and following behind that, we want to make sure that they're happy. Absolutely. Happiness comes in different forms and Mm -hmm. we find different ways to make our kids happy, you know, and with us, the smallest things make our kids happy. You know, last night, I was up cleaning and organizing, kind of doing like a winter cleaning before Thanksgiving. And Madison, you know, she doesn't have school today. She comes in our room and like she's cuddling with you in the bed, Mm -hmm. you know, while I'm cleaning and I'm looking at her and I'm looking at you and I'm just like, oh man, this is happiness, you know? And she's cuddling with you and she's sleeping, but she's smiling while she's sleeping. And I'm just like, oh, this is happiness, Absolutely, you know? Happiness comes in different forms from teeny tiny little things that warm your heart to bigger things that might take a little bit more effort. And it, it doesn't matter how you go about attaining that happiness. Mm-hmm. Just as sure, just as sure as we make, and just as long as we make sure that we secure our family's happiness. Absolutely. You know, and um, that day was just another happy day for us. It was a happy day. And, you know, the reason I'm bringing it up is I didn't even tell you this. So you, you, you're going to be hit, hit blindsided. Um, you know, we posted the video and I posted the video because I like we share everything about our life. Good, bad and ugly, nasty. You guys know that. But, you know, there was some people that felt that she shouldn't get a Range Rover as her first car. Mm-hmm. And there was family members that felt like it was too expensive. Oh, so that's where we're going. Yes. Okay. And, you know, I didn't even tell you, but I had a, I had a conversation with my manager and a friend of mine, Coke and June about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were, one was on the fence and one was like, I get it, this, that, and the other. So the conversation was. I we, think I know which one was which. We had family members. No, you're actually wrong. Really? Yeah. We had family members that thought that a Range Rover for a 17 year old was too much. And. You know, well, what is what does the kid look forward to? And, you know, it's too much for their first car and this, that, and the other, yada, yada, yada. And I was I was very mad. And I'm going to tell you why I was mad. I mean, I was very mad, too. And first of because all. Because it actually, um, it actually was an argument. Right. No, it was an argument. Yeah. But the reason I was upset and, you know, even like, even I look at the comments, like if there's a thousand comments, there might be 10 or 20 that be like, oh, it's too much. It's too much. I don't much. even think it was that many. I think it might have been 10. But this, this is how I look at it. I look at it like Madison's father works his ass off. <laughs> I'm serious. I work my ass off. He's not going to talk in the first person, huh? No, I'm going to talk. <laughs> I'm going to talk in third person. I, I work my ass off. Right. I work my ass off to provide for my kids. And if I can provide for my kids, I'm going to provide for my kids. Um, people say, well, what, what's next? A Bugatti? You know what? If I was a billionaire and I wanted to buy my daughter a Bugatti, yes, I would buy her a Bugatti. It is what it is. That doesn't make her less of a person. That doesn't make it. People say, well, she has to learn to appreciate money and learn to pre- my My kids appreciate more than I do. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that most people don't know. Like it's not about the thing; it's about what you teach them, and how you raise them. Absolutely, I have a a, a son, right? Oh, we have. A son. I was just I was just about to say it. I, I I think I know where you're going. We have a son, and his name is Logan. <laughs> and Logan spends our money like he is homeless, living in the worst <laughs> He's the area most frugal ever. Kid on the planet. In the planet. Like if I buy Logan a pair of sneakers, the first thing out of his mouth is not thanks, dad, is how much did they cost? Yeah. And then when I tell him, I'm like, I don't worry about it. No, I'm just curious. How much did they cost? Because you can actually bring that back and get me two pairs of this. Like that's how it is. He's been like that since he was little. I remember him being like eight and nine years old and 
we could buy, say, a car or, you know, you can come home with an expensive jacket for yourself or a pair of shoes for me or something like that. And at seven, eight, nine, he would inquire about it and say, mom, are you sure that we can afford it? Well, how much does daddy make a year? Right. And, you know, like, are you making sure that the things that you buy us and buy for the family that they're smart purchase like he has always been like that for instance now logan goes to a catholic school Correct. so he wears a uniform every day right so we're getting prepared for christmas so i said to him about maybe five or six days ago i said so logan what do you want for christmas he was like oh, nothing mom and i said nothing nothing at all there's nothing that you want he said well you know i'm not really into that much and i said well what about clothes he was like eh. I said but last year you were so into Supreme and mm-hmm. you know Bape and all of that stuff he was like yeah but I go to Catholic school now wearing uniform so I can't wear it so I don't want that right and that's I'm like oh. I went to Catholic school my whole life we went to Catholic school and let my mom come to me and be like what do you want for Christmas I'm like right. I want this I want this <laughs> I want this forget about I'll wear it on the weekend right I'll wear it on Friday after school He's like, no, he's like, you know, you can just save that money and put it towards, you know, you know, one of my brothers or sisters that, you know, probably, you know, have a laundry list of things that they want. Right. And I'm like, you legit don't want anything. He's like, well, the Giants aren't doing too well. So, you know, I don't really want to go to, you know, I don't really want to go to the game. I watch the games at home with dad. Exactly. I'm like, wow. He told me take his Christmas money and spend it on his brothers and sisters. Right. But what I'm trying to tell you is. That's because we show them what we do and they understand how hard daddy works and how uh, how hard mommy yeah. works. Mm-hmm. You see, even with with Madison, it's like. I take them to the houses that we flip in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. They see how hard it is and how difficult it is. They see there. me working, me sleeping for three, four hours, getting up and continuing to go. So they understand and they respect. They it. understand the hustle and they know that money isn't growing on a tree or right. falling out of the sky. They understand that it's blood, sweat, tears, and lack of sleep that is providing for them. Absolutely. They don't take it for granted. They don't take it for granted. Not one bit. So when we got into the, when, when you got into the argument with, with my family about it, it really bothered me because I was like, I felt like they weren't happy. They weren't. And you said you felt like it. Yeah, but that, but that's it's what I not feel even like. like a feeling. Like they weren't. But but it, it bothered me because it's like, be happy. You know, you could have your opinion and be like, hey, do you think it's it's uh you know it's a little too much for a new driver? And I'd be like, no, because first of all, um, I think she's a great driver. I feel real well, comfortable and safe with the car. And no, well, that you can have your opinion, but when you get when it's almost like it's a hate, hating. Mm-hmm. Not a congratulating, that's where the problem lies. But that's where all of the problems lie. You know, I always respect people's opinions. Correct. I mean, I have opinions. Everybody has opinions. And those are to be respected. But when your opinions are deep-rooted in hate or they come from a negative place, that is where I'll reject that opinion. Because mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't even put it in the category of opinion anymore. Now it's just um, a person spewing negativity because there's something wrong with them or right. in their lives and they're projecting it on you. An opinion, if someone doesn't think that a 17-year-old should have a car like that, that's fine. And right. I, I actually even understand, I understand where they may be coming from. Correct. They may not really understand where we're coming from, but I can understand where they may be coming from. I can respect an opinion. But what we've been encountered with, I don't think is solely based on opinions. And <clears throat> to be honest with you, I was the one that initially decided that I wanted to get her that car. And the reason is because mm-hmm. um, maybe, what, two years ago. No, it's longer than two years. <clears throat> at least. We haven't had a Range Rover in at least five, seven years. That's not true. Yes, we have. No, because um, I got one for my, I think, 34th birthday. And we had that for a couple of years. And I am not 40. Right. So. But that wasn't two years ago. Okay. It might have been three years ago. Four years ago. I don't think it was four years ago. Okay. I don't remember what it doesn't matter. Whatever. Two, okay, three okay. years ago, it doesn't matter. Um, I was on the George Washington Bridge mm-hmm. and I'm driving mm-hmm. and in front of me, within seconds, I saw brake lights, brake lights, brake lights piling mm-hmm. up in front of me. 
literally only seconds notice mm-hmm. for me to jam on my brakes to prevent hitting the car in front of me. Okay. So I jam on my brakes. I literally might have stopped four inches mm-hmm. before the car in front of me's bumper. Right. My car even skid and slid a little bit. And as soon as my car came to a stop, I looked up in my rear view mirror because I just knew I was waiting for the impact. I knew that the car behind me was going to hit me because there just wasn't enough reaction time. And right. I don't know why the first car stopped. I don't know what happened ahead, but I sat there and I braced myself and mm-hmm. then there came the impact. Boom. I was rear ended. Right. Wasn't the person behind me behind me's fault at all, but I was rear ended. Mm-hmm. I just knew that my whole trunk was in my back seat Correct. and his whole hood was in his front seat. Right. So I sat there for maybe five seconds, took off my seatbelt. I was fine. Mm-hmm. And I got out the car. Mm-hmm. When I walk, walked around to the back of the car, his whole, he was in a caravan, not a caravan, just uh, like a work van. Mm-hmm. His whole hood looked like an accordion mm. and Literally, I couldn't even under, I couldn't even explain it. Like when I called you, I couldn't even explain it. But the back of my car had a broken light. Mm-hmm. There wasn't even a scratch, which was, I I couldn't make sense and of. And it wasn't even a a, a a broken tail light. It was the uh, that little ref- round reflector light that's on the bottom like of the bumper. L- yeah, the little round reflector light. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't make sense of it. His car was ruined. And all I had, I didn't even see a scratch. Did you see a scratch when I brought the car home? I think it was a little scratch. Yeah. Maybe a little, I didn't see a scratch when I was there, but a little broken reflect, reflector light. In that moment, and at the time, I guess Madison might have been 14. Right. I said to myself, when she's old enough to drive, if we are in a position, this is the car that she's going to get because... I have experienced this car's safety. Right. And it has quick pickup so you can get out of, you know, compromising situations in seconds in a car like that. So for me, it was mostly about how safe the car is and right. how st- I felt like I was driving in a mini tank. Right, right, right. So I came home and I told you that and you were like, man, get out of here. And then, you know, we came to, you know, be on the same page. Mm -hmm. But that's really what it was about. So while I was having this conversation with the family member, I said, it's really not about, you know, um, having something that's expensive for my child Mm -hmm. or because that's what the insinuation was. Right. It was too expensive. You know, like I don't even really want to get into it because I don't it was just negativity and I don't really want to get angry. Uh Um. But I said it's really more about the fact that, yes, it's a beautiful car. Mm-hmm. I've chosen to drive that myself because of its safety. And mm-hmm. that's what I want to give to my daughter, because I want to know that when she leaves the house, she has the best chances of coming back in one piece every time that she walks out that door. Absolutely. And I don't think they really bought that, which upset me, mm-hmm. which upset me. So I'm going to leave it there. Right. But, I, I you know, like you said that's what there was there. And I felt like there was no, it was, it was more of a, you don't agree with me. So I'm mad opposed to, all right, well we have a, a difference, whatever, but it made her happy. So whatever it was, but that's the thing during the argument, which I tried to keep as a conversation, mm-hmm. the person that I was quote unquote arguing with was getting so upset. Mm-hmm. And that's how I knew it was deep rooted. I had to keep saying, why are you getting upset? Like, what is fueling right. this fire in you right now? We're having a conversation where we disagree. It's okay to disagree. Oh, I know it's okay to disagree. Okay. So then why are you exhibiting anger? Why are you getting, I'm not upset. Oh, you're upset. Oh, no, I'm not upset. Oh, you're clearly upset. Oh, I'm not upset. No, you're very upset. Right. You are upset. Why are you so upset? So it just made me question where that was coming from like the source of that correct you're upset that a seven-year-old's getting a car correct let let like let's analyze that that's how i felt in that moment right but you know because i have i mean i do have a choice but in my mind i have no choice but to be respectful i just yeah that and had to carry myself a certain way and i'll just say this and, and then we'll move on then not only that when madison got the car nobody called and said congratulations they did call in the morning and say happy birthday, but knowing she was getting that call later on, 
didn't call and say congratulations how's your car the standing ever which i thought was which you expect from a family member absolutely absolutely but let's move on and um this portion of the podcast is brought to you by the detoxnow.com. Now, shout to my good old doctors and Jesse. Now, I know you remember I did the detox a couple of months ago, and it was a 30-day cleanse where I ate nothing but fruit. Now, I wasn't suffering. It wasn't difficult. It was actually Why good. are you lying? What? It was difficult. No, no. The detox was difficult. Oh, but, okay. But the, it, was, it, was, it was good for me. Oh, it was excellent for mm-hmm. you. I did it too. Right, Why do you keep mixing me out of these situations? Sorry, yeah, these- I was there with you with the fruit and the quinoa mm-hmm. and the butternut squash. That's right. You forgot about me. No, I did forget about you. Okay. Well, so it, it, it was very beneficial. It was very beneficial. It was very beneficial. Absolutely. It uh, prevents any serious conditions like cancer and others. It's kind of just resets the body. Now, if you don't know, I, I lost uh, 24 pounds. Mm-hmm. But it just wasn't the weight loss. It was also just getting the toxins out my body. Right. I looked lean. I felt younger. I felt healthier. Mm-hmm. Putting that that fruit and that good fruit in my body just felt good. Now, I'm going to get back on it. Um, prob- you keep saying that. No, I, I will. I, I keep starting and then I stop. Like every day I start and I'll. <laughs> you say every day I start. No, it's like every day. <laughs> It's like every day. Uh-huh. You so, have good intentions. I definitely have uh-huh. good intentions. But I'll I, I be like, right, I'm going to do it. 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 Nah, fuck that. Fuck no, that. you really have to commit to I know, it. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. It's 30 days. I, you know what is hard? It's difficult when you do it by yourself because I'll start and then you'll come home and then you'll have a, a plate of food. And I'll be like, ah, fuck that. I want some of this food. That's what happens all the then time. Then you got to restart again the next day. Then I got to restart again the yep. next day. So um, th- it is the season of giving. And our friends at the detoxnow.com uh, are really part of our family. They listen all the time. So from today to Cyber Monday, enjoy 25% off. That's good. Yeah, you can sign up and receive the family and friends discount code at www.thedetoxnow.com. Whether you want to cure a condition, whether you want to uh, lose some weight, whatever it may be, just head up to the head out to the Give website. Give your body a tune-up. Right. You know, like really getting the toxins out of your system is really what it's about. Absolutely. So again, that's thedetoxnow.com. The detoxnow.com. Check it out. Try it. They have seven day detoxes. They have 14 day detoxes and they have 30 day detoxes. It'll help you lose the weight. It'll help your body feel healthy. No, no. It'll really help you lose the weight. Absolutely. Like we've experienced that firsthand, the both of us. You wanting to lose the weight, me not wanting to lose the weight, regardless, you had no choice but to lose the weight when you go through that detox. So if that's a goal of yours, aside from, you know, detoxification, then this is something that you definitely may want to research and um, and go to the website and look into because it works and like we can tell you that firsthand absolutely this week's episode is also brought to you by ritual science tells us the first 28 days of pregnancy are the most important but half of pregnancies are unplanned that's why whether you're trying not or not trying just thinking about it or already expecting you've got to be ready with the critical nutrients you need with the ritual essential prenatal vitamin with dha ritual is the prenatal vitamin reborn Whether you're living life or creating it, why not add some good looking science into your daily routine? Visit ritual.com slash Casey crew to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash Casey crew. Now, you know, we're about to have or trying to have another baby and we're going to make sure that that baby is healthy as ever. So definitely head over to the website. That's ritual.com slash Casey crew. All right. Well, now let's get to the emails or DMs of the week. All right. Now, uh, this person's name is Jillian. Dear Gia and Envy, first off, I want to apologize to Gia. I saw you last year at Hampton Homecoming after party and prejudged you, and my judgment was completely wrong. I'm not sure how I came across your Instagram that led me to your podcast, but I realize you are such a wonderful and articulate woman. Mm-hmm. I love how you rationalize and really break down situations in every email that is read, as well as your day-to-day activities. Anyway, I'm writing this email because I have been binge listening to your podcast and I just came across the Mattress and Family Mattress Mattress and Family Meeting podcast. It was Mattress? 
Well, that might, I don't remember what it was titled, but that might have been when we talked about what my first job was out of oh, college, oh, oh, like oh. slinging mattresses. Oh, okay, remember? okay, okay. Yeah. That was so long ago, I don't even remember. <laughs> and, the and I realized that I am very similar to Envy. Never thought I would say that. Shut up. <laughs> I am a single mother who works long hours and like Envy, when I come home or pick up my child, the first thing I do is usually nag about something being out of place or something being broken or dirty. I don't really take the time to bond with my children or really even hear about their day. However, I do take the time to do fun things such as take her to play, an amusement park, buy new clothes, shoes, ice cream, etc. I think sometimes I do these things to try to compensate for how much I how much time I spend away from her. I definitely admire listening to your podcast with Madison and Logan and adore how y'all all could have such an open and honest conversation. I don't know how to strengthen the bond between my daughter and I, and I also think that something is going on with my daughter to cause her to act out at school. So I guess my question is, what do I do not to be the nagging, tired parent whose child won't take you seriously and be more attentive to what their needs really are, as well as what solutions do you have for children who are acting out? Thanks, Jillian. Well, I like that email. Mm-hmm. Um, can I go first? Sure. Um, not that I want to go, go first, but I just have a thought. The first thought that came to mind as you, as you were reading that email is that, how do I put it? People don't necessarily, well, they remember. So I'm not going to use the word remember. They don't really like emotionally prioritize what you do for them Uh as much as how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. For instance, a lot of times when people cheat, mm-hmm. you'll hear that it's not that the person went out and bought them something or took them to the best restaurants. It can solely be because of how that person made them feel. They might have stroked their ego paid them compliments, Mm -hmm. was affectionate to them. And I think that that falls on the back of human nature. We respond to things that make us happy, that increase our endorphins and make us smile. Mm -hmm. Those are the, and, and, and that's tied into our feelings, our emotions. So when I'm listening to this email, what jumps out to me is you do A lot of things that, for instance, we do with our kids. Mm -hmm. You know, we take our kids to plays. We take them to events in New York City. Oh, side note, I want to take them to Disney on Ice. That's coming in town this week. I want to take them too. I was going (laughs) to talk to you about that and ask you if you could get tickets. Okay. We take them to things like Disney on Ice. Mm -hmm. Um, We did with Madison and Logan every year when they were younger. Now it's time for the babies. Um, We take them to the movies. We take them on vacations. We take them... To a lot of places. We spend time with them doing fun things. Correct. But that only taps into their feelings and emotions in a certain way. Like when I look back to my parents, like I think about all the wonderful things that they did for me and Mm -hmm. all the beautiful things that they gave me. But you know, when I think about the fact that my father passed, I'm not really thinking about those things. I'm thinking about the times that we spent in our den and talked about, you know, whether we think that aliens really exist Mm. and life lessons that he taught me and the little gems that he dropped on me that might have been in the form of one little sentence that might have changed my life or my whole outlook on something. Do you know what I mean? Um, It was the time spent where I felt like I was absorbing my parents being their personality, their life experiences that they were um, teaching me. Those are the things that meant something. It was the time. It was the affection. It was the hugs. You know, I don't think about, oh, yeah, you know, when my dad, you know, when I turned 18, my, my dad bought me a Mabato watch. Right. As a matter of fact, I haven't even thought about that in... 18 years up until this moment that didn't matter. It was those times that we, that we sat and talked in the den and he would look at me and be like, you're your daddy's daughter. Right. And me having a security about myself at my age now, knowing that I'm my daddy's daughter and my dad saw in me what he saw in himself. That's the type of thing that means something to me. Correct. So, 
you can spend all the time in the world and throw them in the backseat and head out and do fun things. We do it. And I think that that's wonderful. I think that's part of being a parent. But it's the quality time that you spend. It's the fact that you need to listen. And I don't know that you don't. You probably do. I don't know. But listening to your children. I'm a grown woman. And if I'm having a conversation with my husband and I feel like he's not listening to me or he's not all the way plugged in, I'm upset. Right. And I'm grown. I can just, you know, walk away from the conversation and have it with somebody else if I want. But it's when the person that you love, that you want the attention from, Mm -hmm. isn't giving it to you. That's like a form of rejection. And that sign of disinterest is damaging to a person, whether it be a husband, a wife, a friend, a parent, or a child. You know, you want, even if I'm talking to Madison about something I'm interested in that's completely adult that she has zero interest in, if she, if I don't feel like she's 100% plugged in, I have a little bit of, oh, so you just, mm-hmm. you just gonna like act like you're not interested in what I'm saying. Right, right. And she'd be like, well, Bob, I don't really like know that much about the topic. So I don't mean to come off that way. But as human beings, we want to be paid attention to by the people that we love. So if your daughter comes home and she has a story or something that happened in class, or maybe if she's watching something, a movie, and she thinks something's funny or interesting, whatever it is, when our kids try to speak to us, Even if we are the least bit interested, we need to go and get the popcorn, sit down on the bed, crisscross applesauce, lean in and be all ears. Right. And if you don't really feel that way, then you freaking fake it. Right. That is what you need to do deliberately. Like you have to make it a point in your life to be that parent because that is where you are going to see the rewards. That is what your kids are going to remember. That's where... The fruits are. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And that'll increase your bond and that'll make your child not only want to communicate with you more, but it'll, in my opinion, it'll make them do things more to please you. Right. Like I feel as though all of our kids, except Brookie, because she's only two and she don't give a bleep, but (laughs) (laughs) the other four. I feel as though they always act and behave to please us. Right. And to be honest with you, can I be honest? Yeah. I feel as though you as my husband, Mm -hmm. you act to please me. Mm -hmm. And me as your wife, I act to please you. Right. And I think that that is because we are all happy and satisfied with the love and attention that we show each other. Right. So... It's, it's, it's a form of reciprocity. If someone is giving to me and feeding me, it's only natural, and not in all situations, maybe that's for another podcast, but it's only natural, like if my love is true and pure, that I want to reciprocate and love and feed you back and nurture you back. Sidebar, I do think that When you do it too much and without certain forms of caution, you can encourage someone to take you for granted. Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure that it's a reciprocal type of thing. You have to make sure that as you're giving, you're receiving. If you're giving, 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 and you're not receiving, then you're encouraging someone to not appreciate you and take you for granted. So that's, you know, a different thing. But if it's a good situation and everybody involved is plugged in and just basking in all the love, then it's going to do nothing but provide something positive for you and the relationship that you're in. So with your daughter, I would say time, attention and affection. Like even with Logan, Logan's a busy bee. Mm -hmm. He's at school. He has practice every day after school. Mm -hmm. He's in, he eats, he plays some video games. He does his homework. He's back out. He's not back into the house till nine 30, 10 o'clock every night because his practice is hella far away. Right. And, I find that we barely see him during the week. So I said to myself, you know, when I see him, like I'm going to tell him, get in my bed. We're going to watch this show for 30 minutes. We're going to cuddle. I play in his hair. I give him more kisses. I hug him more. I give him more compliments. Every time I see him, I'm like, hey, handsome. Like I do things that are like cute Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. in a sense, to make him feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And I see it in his reaction. Like, I'll be like, hey, handsome. And he'll, be, he'll look at me like, oh, you know, like right it here. makes him freaking feel good. So we, even if it's not in our nature, because for a lot of us, it's not in our nature because maybe our parents weren't like that with us. Mm-hmm. But you got to step out of yourself. You got to step back. And you have to look at your situation and be like, you know what? This is what I want to do. As unnatural as it may feel, I want to be sweeter to my kids. Right. I want to be more loving to my kids. I want to be more open with my kids. I want to make them feel that giddy feeling from time to time. Absolutely. So I think that if you do those things, then everything else will kind of pan out. Maybe that'll start to rectify her acting out in school. She said she's a single mom, right? Yes, uh-huh. Especially because she's coming from a one-parent household. Right. That comes with this own laundry list of problems and issues that that may be created right. or that may exist already at this point. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So you have to be cautious and you have to, you know, be proactive about those things and look out for those things like on the horizon because you know, it's not easy for single mothers, especially she's working as hard as she as she does. Mm-hmm. Her her free time, she's trying to spend and do fun things with her daughter with her kids, yeah. and whatnot in the car. Talk to her. Absolutely. You know, now I, I um, have a little different uh, thing. Um, I would say this. And he and I recently just got into a, a, a thing about this the other day. Um, I know it's very difficult when you're stressed out and when you work hard and you're tired. Um, a lot of people don't necessarily understand it. And the reason I say that is because I explain this to Gia all the time and it doesn't make it right. But I work a lot. You know, I don't sleep. I'm always on the move, always on the run, figuring things out, doing car shows and podcasts and the radio and parties and so much and not sleeping. Almost overly ambitious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you get stressed out, the person that you take it out on is the person that's closest to you. Yes. Because that's the person you see all the time. You know, and, and that's the person that you know you can dish it out and they're going to forgive you and move on so you can get away with it. Hopefully. 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 Yeah. So if I'm stressed out, I'm not going to take it out on my coworker, you know, right. because I don't want them to f- see that I am stressed out mm-hmm. like we all are. So who do you take it out on? You take it out on the person closest to you. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I'm stressed out or I'm annoyed or I'm a nagged and, and not necessarily stressed out, but if you work hard. No, it's stressed out. And then Gia could say, hey, babe, can you pick up that box? I'm like, I don't want to fucking pick up a box. I pick up boxes all day. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> and Gia's like, oh. Well, you don't do that. I know, but, but you know, Gia like, That's an extreme okay, example. I'll pick up the box myself. But that's where it's at. So <laughs> those. But hold up. But here's the thing. The problem is you don't say any of that. That might be your internal dialogue. Mm-hmm. But for me, you'll just bend over and pick up the box. Correct. For instance. So I feel as though you internalize mm-hmm. a lot of this stress because you're never disrespectful. Right. You know, you internalize a lot of this stress. And then at some point or another, the balloon has to pop. Like it Correct. has to manifest itself. Right, right, right. But, you know, and not saying that I, I say that, but I might be thinking that in my head. I ain't picking up this fucking box. But... <laughs> But when it comes to our relationship, that's how we are. And you probably do that with your daughter because, like you said, you are a single mom and the person that's on your back, everybody's on your back, everything's on your back. So you take it out on her. So what I would advise you to do and I'm going to start doing that is kind of resetting yourself. You know, when you get home or before you pick up your daughter, sit in the car for 60 seconds and just reset, just pray. Or just say, you know what, just clear your mind of everything. You know, just close your eyes for 60 seconds and clear your mind. I'm going to start doing that. But so I don't take the stress on the, that I get from the outside world into my house. Mm-hmm. I don't bring that energy into my home. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to do that. Even if I got to park in the garage for 60 seconds, mm-hmm. I'm just going to close my eyes, woosah my ass, and then <laughs> come in the house. Yeah, we got into a big argument. Right. About this. Right. Um, just days ago. Right. But that's because I honestly was being, and not nasty, overly nasty, but I was being attitudinal and nasty a little bit to you yeah, it was and the kids. Nasty, it was kind of overly nasty. It was. It was. But <laughs> hey, don't sugarcoat it now. It was kind of overly nasty. But, but that's because, you know, from the car show, I haven't really slept. 
You know, the car show was what, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And planning and getting that done and getting the cars, getting the cars back. And then still, in you know, and we honestly did the car show ourselves. Right. We didn't have a team of people. We didn't, we did everything from right. the rooter to the tutor. We put that <laughs> shit together. So when it comes to that and not sleeping, then, you know, planning Madison's party and Madison's birthday and making sure the cars were here and, you know, traveling and doing everything that we had to you do. You did a lot of traveling. And we're well. renovating mm-hmm. the house and Everything that's going on, you know, you get home. And, and then all of the business in between, like mm-hmm. all the meetings and the bit, like running, like all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you realize that you need to restart and a refresh because if not, you're going to take that out on the person closest to you. And that's for everybody out there. That's if you're <clears throat> your wife or your girlfriend and you work a lot. You might have to just reset before you see your man because you don't want to take that negative energy that you got throughout the day and bring it into that relationship because that shit will fuck it up. And then y'all be arguing over. You won't even be knowing what you be arguing about. And You'll then just be arguing just for arguing. Then the stress is twofold. Right. Because you have the stress <clears throat> of what your life brings, uh-huh. you know, the work and being overwhelmed in certain senses. Then you have a negative attitude that you bring into the home Mm -hmm. and then everybody is throwing back a negative attitude towards you. Right. And it can turn into an argument like Mm -hmm. it did for us. It could turn into a blow up. Mm -hmm. And then that's more stress. Correct. So, you know, they say precaution is better than cure Mm -hmm. or prevention is better Better than than cure. cure. Correct. So if you prevent that, then you're going to give yourself the opportunity to eliminate that double stress that's going to be on you. Because when we do argue or when we don't see eye to eye, like, especially if you're a personality type, that's not good for you. Correct. You know, that affects you. Right. You know, that affects the work that you do and it affects everything else. I'm going to give the flip side of that Mm -hmm. because when you're in a relationship with somebody and they're going through something, regardless of what they're going through, Mm -hmm. you can pick out of a hat. Mm -hmm. Any problem, any issue, any situation. Ours is your stress load in Uh a sense. As the other person in the relationship, we can only understand as much as we can understand without being in the other person's shoes. Without experiencing it day to day to day. Mm -hmm. And... You know, we talk a lot about um, people taking things for granted and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I even think that I'm guilty of that. Because like I said, when you gave the example about the box, you don't say much. Mm -hmm. You just take a beating every day. Take a beating, take a beating, take a beating. You know, you're tired, you're tired, you're tired. You're stressed, you're stressed, you're stressed. You don't sleep, you don't sleep, you don't sleep. And you don't really say anything. Most of the time you come home, you're in happy spirits and you're in people pleasing mode. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to do whatever the kids need to get done. You're going to go to London's play. You're going to go to Logan's football game or his practice. You're going to come out with me because I got invited to a couple's dinner. You're going to do whatever needs to be done on top of the things that you already do. Mm -hmm. And you don't complain. You don't complain. You don't complain. Right. And... When we don't complain, and and complain isn't um, a good thing to do, but when we don't communicate what we're going through, and especially if we don't communicate it effectively, then in a sense, you encourage, like I was saying earlier, the people around you to take what you do for granted Mm -hmm. because they can't understand what you go through because they're not out with you in the trenches experiencing what you're experiencing. Right. So- For me personally, to not be in your shoes, it would literally take me being out with you for a 24 hour period to really understand it. And I mean, I've done that Mm -hmm. with you and I could freaking barely hang. Right. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I don't know anybody that could hang with what you do for the duration of time that you do it. Mm -hmm. So. I need to deliberately pay more attention to that. Mm -hmm. And I do a lot. I do a lot. But honestly, I don't do even dealing with five kids and running a lot of the things that I have to run and dealing with our businesses and, you know, the things that I'm responsible for. It doesn't compare to the things that you do Mm -hmm. and the toll that it takes on you. So I know that I deliberately have to 
like you say, you're going to take those 60 seconds right. to reset. Mm-hmm. I have to take the time to put those things in order and try to help you even more and make sure that you get your sleep and make sure that you take your vitamins and make sure that you get your naps and make sure that you have downtime and make sure that if there's anything that I can do to take off of your plate, that I do it. You know, we all, all I'm saying this to say is we have to care for the people that we love. And sometimes just by design, it may not come naturally but we have to take a step back and not be in that situation where it's kind of convoluted and it's day to day and it's monotonous and routine. You have to kind of step out of it and really look at it for what it is and figure out what you can do to make it better or to remedy the problems. Absolutely. And I, I want to say I, I appreciate that because it's too, it's too, like you said, it's twofold. It's having the stress and dealing with the stress and making sure that it doesn't affect our relationship. It doesn't affect me as a father. It doesn't affect me as a husband. So I appreciate that. And and back to Jillian, I just want to tell Jillian, hopefully that works. That 60 second reset will get you in a point where you can just be like, it's all that energy is out. And now I can focus on what matters. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Yes. All right. Well, uh, I want to tell you guys again, December 9th, if you're in the New Jersey area, uh, you know, we're doing another real estate seminar. So if you want to learn about real estate, you want to learn about flipping houses, you want to learn about everything, getting tenants, property management and all that. It's a great seminar. You're learning for somebody that owns six hundred units in the New Jersey area that's rentals that is making a lot of money doing it. He came from nothing and figured it out on his own and he wants to give you game wants to give you gems. So hopefully you guys can make it to the next seminar. If you want more information, just hit up my uh, my uh, bio in my Instagram and you can definitely check it out. Yes. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving again happy to everybody Thanksgiving. out there. And we will happy see you guys. Living. Thanks living. <laughs> we'll see you guys on the next one. I'm DJ Envy. And I'm Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles. Thanks again to Poshmark for supporting today's episode of the KC Crew. Poshmark is the easiest way to buy and sell fashion items. Download the free Poshmark app to score amazing deals from tons of brands. If you're looking for cool stuff that is not that expensive, I'm talking name brand, Poshmark is the place for you. Today, you can get $5 off your first purchase when you enter the invite code KC Crew when you sign up. So definitely hit him up now. 